Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Back to the creed. Just a little something show you how we live. Week four, week four, week four. <laughs> it is week four. This is the Friends and Benefits Fantasy Football Podcast. <laughs> we are here tonight to... Uh, What's that you just cracked open? Flex our muscles. Our... <laughs> What's that you're slurping on? We got beverages, baby. What is that you got there? Uh, uh, Hamby? What, what is that? This is a little mango agogo from Jamba Juice with a shot of zinc. Wow. Yeah. Got a little shot going. I usually just shoot it right into my veins. <laughs> Take it straight. Zinc is, a, is a supposed to promote high tea. And I, for one, could use some more tea. You could. We all could. Especially Lil T. Um, Mitch, what do we got? What do we got here tonight? We got, we got little... Dude, we're clinking together. Clink with me. Clink. <laughs> <laughs> some uh, tangerine La Croix. <laughs> La Croix. Yep, yep. So uh, we're, we're set. But um, hey, listen, <clears throat> I really want to call an audible here. We're not going to talk fantasy football at all tonight. We're going to talk MLB playoffs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right. Bad. You and Tom. The big game tonight, the Chicago Cubs versus the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> you and you Tom can have him. your own baseball podcast. Shive's got it playing on his phone over there. He's cooking over there in the kitchen. He's going to give us updates. I hate baseball. Give us scoring updates, Shive. I hate Shive. <laughs> What's the score right now? What's the score right now? Rockies one nothing going in the bottom of the first. Cubs about to come up to bat here. We're gonna see what happens with them. You know the Braves. I think that I'm just kidding. We won't go into this. Okay. I was please. joking. I was joking. I was joking. But what we do need to go into is the fan mail because we once again have a full inbox. A oh huge, man. A bigly full inbox. Uh, our, our first email comes from Tom Biedenfeld, member of the league. Um, not for long. Uh, <laughs> but member of the league, and he wants to know. He wants us to define MVP for him. Um, is it, he doesn't understand what an MVP is. Uh, it's most valuable player. Um, but I think he wants to know a little bit more because he, he continues in his email. I won't read it. But uh, he, he is a little concerned with our criteria for selecting MVP and how that should or shouldn't be done. So I think he just wants to hear from us. What are we doing with MVP? I think, I think what Tom is promoting or at least wanting to see happen is an objective like hey if you score the most points you're the mvp mvp and i could be wrong there but that's just the way i'm reading the text this is what i think blake this is what i think i think points matter a lot you gotta play the right guys you gotta play the right guys that score more than the guys on your bench you gotta take risks i I think one of the biggest things that i consider with mvp isn't how many points you score but it's how you got to whatever Mm. win that you got and i think a lot of times that has to do with um uncare starts that maybe were creative in some sort of way or Mm. trades or waiver waiver wire pickups it's not just who scored the most points every week because that would be really really boring but we're talking about people who step up to the occasion who show Mm -hmm. Um, their fantasy knowledge, and that's how we pick MVP, and we decide based on what we see in the moment in time. Now, what do you guys think about this? For for one last criteria, you know, it's all still a little bit fluid, but how you carry yourself as a man, to me, says a lot about whether or not you are this week's MVP. What do you mm. think, Mitch? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, we've seen countless times in, countless. in the in the group chat, you know, somebody like, oh, I'm definitely going to win MVP. Check it out, blah, 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 blah. If you're tooting your own horn, man... Stop tooting your own horn. Exactly. That's how I was going to end that sentence for sure. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's those are those are simple life rules. Um, yeah. If exactly. you want to pick up our new book, Ten Steps to Live a Great Life, by the, <laughs> by the cast of the MVP podcast or the uh, whatever this is called, F&B podcast, you can go get it at Family Christian Bookstores this afternoon. <laughs> hey, uh, we got another email here from J- Jared Dynas. 
big JD. fan of the show. I will quote him now. Great show, guys. Sorry about your ranking, Rye. Sad. Thank you. Did Blake really not win a game last year? Question mark. Happy to hear that I've been promoted to number one on the waiting list. Question. Who's the funniest guy in the league? Let's address first and foremost, did I really not win a game last year? Jared, I did not win a game last year, but these guys can affirm this because we've looked at the numbers. We've searched the numbers. I was not the lowest scoring um, member of the league last year. In fact, I had a few weeks where I was in the hundreds, a few weeks in the 90s, the 80s, and I did have one, I think, week in the 40s, which was a, a bad week for me. I pulled a real um, shy. I pulled a real <laughs> shy there. Uh, uh, but no, I, I was, I was. Yeah, I you not, sucked. You yeah. sucked really bad. But I did win two games in the playoffs. Yeah, so. yeah, you ended on a high note. Um, and I didn't have, I didn't take last place in the league. And you didn't score the least amount of points. No, I was Who, actually Dalton. Dalton, who's wow. not here tonight. By Dalton, the way. he. Um, it, it, and it's funny you say that because you know Dalton has won the league one time, and I was actually it was brought to my attention by Tom in, in a conversation about league scoring, yada yada. He pointed out that. The year that Dalton did win, he scored the fourth fewest points wow. in the Bad. league. Wow. So, Bad. and Fuck. you look at him now, he's off to an 0 4 start. He might, Once he might again, be the all time MVP. He was in the 50s MVD. this week, too. He was in the Last 50s. week, he was in the 60s. We I were know. hoping he wasn't going to be in the 60s again. I this know. week, he's in the 50s. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a desperate situation. Yeah, and regarding the rankings from last week, Jared, thanks for uh, condolences of me. If you weren't <laughs> here last week, getting ranked number nine most attractive or is that fourth least attractive in the league uh, whichever way you want to look at it and I'm doing good man my my girlfriend actually just texted me and said she's been praying for the podcast and just kind of like my morale ever that's since good. then so that's good uh, spirits are high man very high spirits here speaking of all of that we got another email from Emmy Devine mm. who uh, writes in she says dear friends and benefits podcast first and foremost I would like to thank you for producing this wonderful piece of entertainment every week wow, wow. it is informative Wholesome, family friendly, entertaining, enjoyable, exciting, funny, and fun. I know that I speak for all other fans of the show when I say that I know more about fantasy football than I ever cared to know. Now, considering that the three of you are, or three of the four of you are accomplished musicians. Yep. <laughs> anyway, I agree. None of us are accomplished musicians, but we, we appreciate the high praise. Mm-hmm. Um, you have failed to display your skills. You know who's an accomplished musician? Who? August Rush. Mm, Remember uh, that kid from the, the movie? The movie? <laughs> yeah. Is that the Willy Wonka kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid who, beat, oh. who hit his guitar. That's an accomplished musician right he, there. He like, had to play music to find his parents or something like that? I never watched the movie. Yeah, ba- Isn't that kind of the Yeah, concept? back to the email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Therefore, I'm requesting that you all perform a song on the podcast, one of your choice, that is dedicated to all of your loyal fans. It would mean so much to me and the community of listeners. Yours truly, Emmy Catherine Devine. Wow, <clears throat> I mean, I, we can't do the performance, and the reason why we can't is because we <laughs> we don't have our big performer here. What 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 is a show without our man Dalton? That's know? right. What is a show? We we really can't put on a show. It would be subpar, especially sure. a singing show. So maybe maybe in the future we'll do a little musical performance. Maybe we'll even write a song about our fantasy football league. It's definitely an idea for the future, but mm. without Dalton here, it's 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 a, it'd be a bad move. Yeah. Um, moving on to Danny Bodine's email this week, he says, "I just saw the news that Le'Veon will return." In week seven during Pittsburgh's bye week, I would like thoughts and analysis. This is right up Hamby's aisle because mm. he is an owner of Le'Veon Bell. Yep. Hamby, what do you think? Yeah, Le'Veon and I have been, I mean, my, we've been one flesh for about three years now. Very, He's been my keeper, very intimate, uh, very proud to be his owner. But he, here's the thing. Uh, this does not come down to skill. This does not come down to, is he a good running back? He is the best running back in my opinion. Maybe even better than Gurley. 
right? We're talking about maybe the best player in fantasy football is coming back. So what's the problem? The problem to me, as I'm looking at the situation, is relationships. People don't know that these are not just a bunch of big brutes rumbling and tumbling out there, pushing and shoving. You know, these guys are real dudes. They have hearts. They have hearts. And do you know what? Le'Veon Bell has willingly or not, or purposely or not, stomped all over those tender hearts. I know. You know they call them the big uglies up front, those big linemen. But you know what? Their feelings. They're beautiful. Yeah, their feelings are hurt. <laughs> and Le'Veon Bell, I don't care how good he is or how much I love him, when I see those points stacking up on my team. He hurt their feelings. He and did. so this is, this is how Shame I'm going to tie a bow on that for Danny Bodine. Do not trade Le'Veon Bell. Oh, no. Le'Veon Bell is a fantastic player, and he will be back in good form. But I'm saying it might take him a few weeks. He has a huge responsibility to come back, whether he says it's a business decision or not, to uh, hold out for this long. You've got to come back, and you have to mend what is broken, and that is the relationship with your teammates. You have to build trust if they are going to block for you and if they are going to care about you. And you're going to thrive like you once did. I think Le'Veon's going to going to do right by his team. I think he'll come back. I think they'll uh, they'll accept him with open arms because honestly, the Steelers aren't very good right now. I know that they've won a couple of games and they did tie the Browns. Um, I don't. They're they're losing games right now because of their lack of offensive stability. Their offensive stability comes from Le'Veon Bell, not Ben Roethlisberger or Antonio Brown or Juju Smith-Schuster, whoever you want to say. Maybe it comes from Vance McDonald. I don't know if you've been watching him lately, but he is a beast. He's their tight end. He is. Um, they need Le'Veon back. I think they're going to make amends. I think Le'Veon will be playing for the Steelers, and that's the best-case scenario for him, for his fantasy owners, and the Steelers all combined. Why don't you tell you and your buddies to, <laughs> to block for Rev better? Because they have not blocked for him or for Blood Nickel, and you know it. Nobody plays. Yourself included. I'm supposed to wear myself out for the team? What team? Nah. I'm going to do me. I'm going to get mine. Man, that's the worst attitude I ever heard. Attitude reflect leadership. Captain. Captain. <laughs> Next email wow. comes from Quinn Storm. Next email comes from that Quinn Storm. That was the 2002 classic Remember the Titans. Yeah, yes, great sir. movie, great movie. Um, <laughs> not better than August Rush, though. <laughs> Oh, I never man. even I've never even seen August Rush. It sucked. It's like <laughs> yeah. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory trying to like pl- be like this orphaned musician. Like it just doesn't work. I man. just saw I saw the, the commercial for it. It sounded good. So what do you like, mean you saw the commercial for August Rush? <laughs> Whenever it was coming out, I saw <laughs> that the commercial was on TV like a decade ago. James Shelley's gonna need to tell us what year that came out. He's a savant. <laughs> He's really good with that. Uh, Remember the Titans is a great movie though. I, lo- I love it. And Remember those Titans. For that. Thanks for that performance. Yeah. Very, very good. Thank you. We got one more email. Quinn Storm. Hey, it's me. Should I be worried about the future of Jordan Howard? Should I play J.H.I.E., Chris Thompson, and my RB2 while Jordan Howard's on bye week? Should I play Blake Bortles or stick with Kirk Cousins? Thanks. Yeah, boy. Quinn. All right. Uh, Quinn, let me let me answer the first thing. Uh, Jordan Howard, you should not be worried about him in the future. I think he's – I still stand by the fact that I think he's a really good running back. His biggest issue right now is that he's on Dalton's fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's holding which, him back. Which, Sucking all the life out of him. Which, uh, which is just completely undervalues him. But I think he's he's great. I think the way he runs the ball is, is phenomenally strong. I think the Bears have, have an actually decent running game, and they'll continue to use him. Um, last week was a kind of a fluke where – uh, their passing game actually lit up, and that won't happen every week. I think that they're going to need to rely on him, especially to score. As far as Chris Thompson, Jay Ajayi, I'm starting Jay Ajayi, and the reason w- why is because uh, I think that the I think the Eagles 
um, need need their running game in the red zone more than any team right now. I, I'm not sure where Carson Wentz is right, right at this point. I think he's still trying to make his way back into the league. I do understand that Chris Thompson's playing against the Saints. Their defense is suspect, and that I know I know that Adrian Peterson might be hurt. But I'm going with Jay Ajayi there. Let's go on to the quarterback question, Mitch. What do you think? Well, obviously, Kirk Cousins is my fantasy quarterback and the quarterback of my favorite team. Um, he's going into a tough matchup against the Eagles, but he was going into a tough matchup against the Rams last week, and he scored 30 points, over 400 yards, three touchdowns. I'm going with Kirk Cousins. He's much more consistent and reliable than Blake Bortles. I'm, I'm going to bridge you here, Blake, uh, because. You say a tough matchup with the Rams. Maybe, maybe, maybe with their two top corners out. Yep. Playing from behind, needing yep. to gun that ball around with a non-existent running game. Blake, I have a feeling you're going to go the opposite direction with uh, this question. Oh, absolutely, I am. Blake Bortles is one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love it. I love him so much. I think he's more athletic. I think he's got um, he he's got more intangibles than Kirk Cousins does. He's just altogether <laughs> a better quarterback. This and, is unbelievable. Not only that, but he's on a better team. No, um, agreed. And, no, and and, and here's, no, no, here's no. the reality. The, reality. The reality. You live in an alternate reality. Blake. No, I live in a reality, and I'm talking about the future. It's more like a prophecy. Reality. Here's the prophecy. <laughs> They're playing the Chiefs this week. The Jaguars are playing the Chiefs. Correct. Okay? And my opinion on the Chiefs are is that they're continuing to win every week. Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes is great. Um, I think that, honestly, they, they have high-scoring games every week. Whoever plays the Chiefs has to, has to play keep-up. The Jaguars are going to have to play keep up this week. Leo hurt, so guess what? <laughs> Blake Bortles is going to be throwing the ball to Mercedes Lewis, D.D. Westbrook, oh Keelan gosh, Cole. We're going to see the big show down there in Jacksonville, and I, I, I start Blake Bortles because that's a big-time move. That's, that's a, a big-time move. And you're a big-time player, Quinn. That's Quinn. a huge mistake, Quinn. All right, that's a big-time move. Don't do it. It's a big-time move. Don't do do it, it, please. All right, that would be a headline if, if you did that. If you started Blake Bortles, we, we'd have naked in the headlines if you were in our league. And, and Mitch... We've got so much news to cover. There's been so much going on this week. It's been a tremendous week. It's been a fantastic week. There's been so many news stories. We need to hear the headlines. Let's hear them now. Hot off the press. Come get it, why don't you? Wow, kid, you've got a future in this business, huh? Here's your headlines for week four. Kentucky Fried? More like completely fried. Shibe hits panic mode after disgusting display. Colfax and Panthers survived successfully for perfect 4-0 start to the season. Philman's football flops in forgettable fourth week performance. Ames tap slaps Sporties right in the sack. Daddy's mad can't catch a break as he collapses to Connor. <laughs> Calvin Ridley can't carry the Calvinists as he collapses to Colfax. And Cam pours on the points in a particularly pretty performance. Hey, all right, well, listen, man. Th these stories this week are, are absolutely amazing, Mitch. <laughs> um, you've really come up with some of the best reporting we've seen in a long time. And, and I want to get some some clarity on some of these stories because sure. while they are headlines and while they're what everyone usually just reads and moves on from. Right, sure. That's what I count on. My, my writing is actually very, very bad. You got some good writing, don't you? Yeah, I do. I do. Context, got some good is, stuff. context is key. Context is key. All right. Let's go through these one by one. Kentucky fried, more like con completely fried. Um, 
What's going on with Scheib and in, in, in the in the fried football team over there? Boy, I don't know. I mean, look, he traded away his his potential keeper, Saquon Barkley, and, <laughs> and also uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he made another big trade at one point too. Anyway, just completely lays an egg. Literally got beat by over a hundred over a hundred points this week. That's just despicable. This guy behind us, he put up 36 points. 36. 36. 36. <laughs> Alvin Kamara on tap put up 35. Himself. Wow. Wow. Himself, yes. Wow. Yeah, it was, a, it was a poor performance. Colfax and Panthers survived successfully. Oh, look at that. The perfect 4 0 start for the season. It's me. That's and you. And you. It's you and me. <laughs> and me. All right. <laughs> We're both 4 0. What more needs to be said? We sit on the top. Ah, well, one thing I'll say. Okay, you want to say something? I'm going to be honest. I'm not, that I'm not that impressed with my team, Mitch. Well, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and get on my high horse and tell you guys about how good I'm doing. <laughs> I understand the handy bounce. I understand luck is a part of the game. It is. It is. But I got to say, I'll take 4-0 no matter how you get it. Oh, you know what hey, I mean? trust me. I know what you're saying there, pal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I didn't see anything in here about any 3-1s. There's only one 3-1. Right. Well, that's not very noteworthy. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Philman's football flops in forgettable fourth week performance. I don't even know what this one's about. I forgot already. <laughs> it's just that forgetful. Forgettable. Forgettable is kind of more what I meant, not forgetful. Um, but yeah, he won MVP last week yep. because he put up some good points, really and now good. he's back down. He's back to where, where, he, he, where he started. Where he started. Because he, he didn't do anything this week. Right. He literally did nothing. Did nothing. Which never, never bodes well for fantasy football. Ames Tapwater slaps Sporties right in the sack. Yeah, I thought I'd keep the theme of, you know, slapping people in the sack going. <laughs> yeah, that's a good theme to keep there going, Mitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah he he yeah. really put up a lot of points on Sporties. Uh, no offense to Sporty. Sporty's put up over 100 points. He did. He did. He, he did. He looked good. He did. He looked good. I know. <laughs> he looked wonderful. Um, Calvin Ridley can't carry Calvinist as he collapses to Colfax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, Tom is all about Calvin Ridley these days. He even changed his team name to, to be named after the guy. And even he couldn't carry him to a winner with me he because couldn't. I just kept the points coming. Yeah, kept them coming. Kept, kept them coming. coming. Kept them coming. All right, lastly, uh, the big, big, I think the biggest story in, in, in the bunch. Oh, Cam geez. pours on the points. In particular, a pretty performance. He sure did. He outscored everybody in the league. I believe it might have been the highest scoring game so far was, this season. Was, I believe he got 141 standard points. This 141 big ones. 141 big and ones. I, and I do want to mention, wow. too, we did receive the Conor McGregor gif mm. of the champ is back yeah. uh, from him. So Cam, yeah. Cam 1.0 has yeah. been has been returned to the league. He is on a, on his high horse once again, rightfully so. He is our warlord. He is our champion, <laughs> and uh, it was good to see him back in the winner's circle this week after the really really embarrassing performance he's put on so far this season. Yes, um, those are great headlines, Mitch, and um, they really tell the story of our league. But what tells the story of our league the best is who is the worst and who is the best. Yes, and um, this week we're going to discuss who is MVP and MVD. We're going to start with MVP. Um, Let's make a case for who you think is this week's MVP. Well, you know, in my mind, I hate to say it, but uh, I think I gotta go with, I think I gotta go with 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 the highest scoring guy in the league. I'm somewhat in between the accent and not. It's so hard to stop. It's really hot. hot. I mean, I didn't know hot. the accent. I didn't know the accent carried into MVP and D. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay, listen. He. Cam, uh, he, he scored a ton of points, and, and you know, I, I still think that the Ezekiel Elliott trade was ludicrous. Luda! Ludicrous going in on the verse because they've never been defeated in a world stop. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Zeke is, 
it, it paid out for him this week is what I'm trying to say, and yeah. he scored a ton of points. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love Cam. I'm, no one's more pro Cam than me. I think his te- seeing his team perform this way, honestly, was almost as good, if not better, than seeing my team once again win this week in large fashion like I <laughs> wow. did. I, I'm going to throw Colfax High in the ring and talk about him as if he is not here, and here's why. He put up 136 points, which we would all be – you know, ooh and an all over if there wasn't 141 on the board. But the thing about Colfax High this week is balance. That's the word. Every single player minus an injured Sammy Watkins put up great points. Uh, that actually potentially could be my vote, guys, because of the balance and the sheer volume of points. My, my vote this week, and we're going to have to discuss this because my vote this week is with someone you guys have not mentioned, mm. and it is Ames Tapwater. Wow. And here's why. Mm. Ames Tapwater goes uh, into the draft this year. <clears throat> And takes Alvin Kamara, who, um, if you don't remember at the beginning of the season, um, by a lot of the fantasy experts, was uh, a big no-no, especially in early picks, because a lot of people thought that he was going to regress this season. And he hasn't regressed. He's been playing really, really brilliantly down there in New Orleans, and um, that's been a really, really big um, accusation for Riley. And I just look at the rest of Riley's team. Honestly, Riley, you could be a Dalton. You could be a Shibe. You could be any of these guys. Yeah. But you've stuck to your guns, Riley. Right. You've stuck to your guns. Um, and I think that that is paying off for you now. You're seeing these guys through. Sony Michelle in there um, at your flex, 17 points. Just a big, big, big week for you. I really, really think your team is uh, is in good form right now. And I think this was an impressive win over Sporty's Drafts, who honestly could have beat you, who also had a good week at 103. You did. You, you, you rise above uh, the competition there and take 136 points for the win this week. We've got to find out who it actually is, though, guys. I think it's I think it's got to be Ames Tap. That's a great that the uh, great points and and he scored the exact same amount as me. I would be so frustrated if we played each other and tied at one thirty six, oh, scoring that much worse. and tying. Good job, Riley. Yeah, very balanced win there. And uh, yeah, I think it's got to go to Ames. Yeah, and it's it's I'm not trying to blame. Uh, the Camatrons for playing against this week's runaway MVD, but it is interesting to see a 136 beat a 103 and see Logan put up a good performance and still go down. I'm going to say Ames Tapwater gets my vote as well. Yeah, Ames Tapwater definitely uh, had to had overcome the most adversity, and I think uh, sticking to your guns is something that is well-respected in this league and something that Riley has done um, very, very well, and it's worked out to his success. Um, so it was good to see him win this week. Riley, you are this week's MVP. Now, on to MVD. A very simple conversation, but we've got to start with a few people. James. 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 You, you, you had the great week last week in the 90s, and this week, obviously, Leo hurt. That, that hurt you big um, again this week. And I'm glad you played him, at least. You know, At least you weren't like maybe one of the other people in our league who wouldn't have been paying attention to the injury reports and not started him. Um, but you, at least you played him. Uh, for him to get hurt, for him, for OJ Howard to get hurt, there was a lot of injuries in your lineup this week. I think that killed you. I'm gonna be honest, Blake. I do not give a rip about James's team this week. No, and that is not nothing personal, to James. But we have a 37 on the board. I know, I know, I know, I know. We have a 37. Tra- wait, 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 wait. Hang I, on, hang on. I gotta, I gotta mention one more thing. Well, okay, what? Hang on. <clears throat> Dalton, uh, are you even alive? In the words of Cam Donovan, you're not here tonight. We don't know where you're at. We're a little concerned about you on a personal level now. Last week, it was just fantasy. This week, you've completely disappeared. Yeah. Um, a 56. We mm. were the, the joke last week, Dalton, was that you were hoping not to be in the 60s again. Mm. You downgraded to the 50s now. Yeah. And mm. 
Um, here's what I want to tell you, man. Um, I wish you were here right now. We could talk about this. Yeah. You've got to do something. You need to trade somebody. Even if you think they're a good player, obviously they're not good enough. You've got to turn one of these big name players in your team into two or three average players so you can at least get out of the 60s for once in this week or in this season. Um, I just, yeah. we, honestly, Dalton, in my opinion, is, is still in the running for MVD. But Hamby, yeah. as you were saying. Well, I'm just saying, man, Dalton, if you're out there, if you're listening to this, bro, we, we do miss you. We care about you. And, I, I can't sit here and watch my roommate score under 60 points, under 70 every week. It, and it hurts because he's in some denial, I think, Mitch. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, dude, I'm just like looking at his point totals. It, it, let me just read them every week. He started out 61, 63. Ryan, that week you said, hey, Dalton, if you you know play your cards right, you could be on pace for 65 next week. He instead <laughs> turns around, turns in a 57-point performance, follows it up with another 56-point performance, goes down even further. I mean, dude. What's next? 55? No kidding. Right? <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. He's, he, you know, Blake, you were just saying sticking to your guns is respected. Yeah. Uh, Not Dalton, in this case. Dalton needs to get rid of these well, guns. He doesn't have them. guns. He's got a little dagger. <laughs> And he's brought into a gun. He's brought it to a gunfight. He should change his team name to like the Peter Pan Boys or something. Okay, Rob Gronkowski. Just because his name is Rob Gronkowski doesn't mean he's gonna win you. Yeah, fantasy just trade him to me, and I'll give you some yeah, other guys, exactly. dude. Come on. But let, let's be real. He at any any given week we'll be real. Dalton will you know be in the running if he's putting up fifty-seven. But there is a glaring. Let's not forget painful thirty-seven on the board, boys. A thirty-seven. Nice. And that 37 is sitting on the couch eating his dinner. Enjoying a hot meal. And does, enjoying a hot meal does not seem to care at all. He seems cool as a cucumber. He doesn't even deserve that hot meal after that performance. <laughs> My he goodness. Doesn't, he doesn't. And, and this is this is what happened, Chad. Huh? Good play. Good play made in the game. Tonight. Wow. <laughs> the, in a wild card game. Hey, Shai, anyway. well, come over here real quick. Come on. Come on. Real quick, real quick. I want to get a quick statement from you on on some of your frustrations with the league. We need this. We need this. It's good content. We need some transparency here. Because the 37, it wasn't just your fault. I, I need you to come over here. And, come on. Let, let, he's embarrassed. He, he's not. Here's the thing. Scheib is not embarrassed at all. He's not embarrassed. Scheib, say it. Say what's on your mind about the league right now with this 37. Well, so I had a good first week. doesn't matter anymore. But no. I had a good first week. I, sat, I had a couple weeks in the 70s, um, and I thought, what am I going to do, you know, scoring 72 points every week? So uh, I thought I'd make a couple moves. I thought I'd try some guys that were also in the same boat as me. I thought they'd want some upgrades, and you know who you are. And um, Dead weight. Dead weight. Mm. In our league. In our league. Well, I wouldn't go that far. But um, offered some really what I would consider great, great deals to kind of make their teams better. And um, just really wanted to hold on to that one player now and hope that that one player was going to win them the league. And so um, – I was screwed. You were screwed. It's kind of you know. It just it didn't help the situation. And it's a two way street. What are we talking about? We're what talking are we talking about, about? I'll tell you what we're talking about. I'll, I had to make moves. I had I'll, to make moves because I couldn't. I couldn't. I, yeah. I would have rather made my team worse, which which currently has happened, right, than right. sit and watch you know Mark Cooper score a point or two right. every other week. It's respectable because he's doing something, and 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 obviously we see that he did a lot by scoring thirty seven, possible lowest score in league history. I'm not really sure. It's got to be down there. I think you might have one of the lower. I have ones one of the too lower from ones last too. year. But what I'm what I think we, what he's talking about is players like Dalton, who obviously are in the same shoes that he is in. 
they're in the same position as he is in, who won't trade players, who won't make moves because they're too afraid to. Um, you guys need to make a little bit of a deal together and kind of stir up the pot a little bit, and let, let, let's get some let's get some points on the board next week. Yeah, yikes. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Kentucky Fried, uh, more like completely fried. He is the runaway MVD this week. Agreed. Agreed, at 100%. Case closed. But what I like about Kentucky Fried is that... Oh, like, geez. Here we go. What I like about Kentucky Fried is that... My, Dude, in this league, you you like the Falcons, but you also are like always all over the Bears. Like, oh, Bears, Bears, Bears. You In this league, you are the Falcons. Your team is the Falcons, but Shibes is the Bears, where you're constantly defending him and rooting for him for some... Unknown at, reason. I don't get him. Look at him. He he's healthy. He's tall. <laughs> he's him. broad. He's got a good look, dinner in front of him. He's fine. He's How not a charity not case. If he's the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> of this league, Mitch, you are the Kurt Cousins of this league. Yes. You are the uh, good looking, top five most attractive, mm. big paycheck type of guy. Oh, great defense, all that stuff. I'm four and out. You're going to get exposed you quick, will. man. So That's I say, true. hold your true. tongue. Hold your be careful what you say. Hold your horses. But, but you got to look at Shy right now. He's got he's got Unbelievable. A, he's, he's got a pan that he took straight from <laughs> the kitchen and the he's kitchen. eating out he's of it. Eating out of it. <laughs> I mean, like it's porridge. You're asking me why I'm rooting for him. What do you not love about this scene over here? This is a great scene. This is the kind of guy. He's got a bowl of porridge what here. What is that? <laughs> this would be, it's white cream sauce and mm. spinach. See? Wow. See? Why am I rooting for him? Because of that right there. He's a good American Makes boy. Makes sense. And he knows he knows football. He knows football. I don't know why I can't even focus on Shabby more. I just got like mad at Mitch. Well, yeah, Mitch, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you everybody out there, if you think Mitch Be for the week, be for the week. Be, what a transition. Be for if the you week. think Mitch is the four and team that needs to be exposed. I want you to text the group chat. I want you to email our league. And I want you to give our thoughts on the Kirk Cousins of our league. The Miami uh, Dolphins. All the hype. Yeah, the Miami Dolphins. All the hype fading away. And here comes a big L. Big L. And a potential MVD performance from Mitch Larson next week. I know, Mitch, you're afraid right. to play me. All right. I know you're afraid to play I'm me. I'm not afraid to play you. If I could choose my schedule, I would play you next week. We're but I play If Daddy's I could choose Matt. my schedule, I'd play you every week. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm one of the highest scoring teams in the league, man. And and Ryan, if any four and team is going to get exposed, it's going to be you, you freaking. No, Ryan's not, Ryan's not going to get exposed. So beef of the week for you two is between each other. No, I have I, a different beef of the week that I'd like to get to okay, if, we're, if we're moving go on. Go ahead, go ahead. Soft. Are we moving on? Yeah, we're moving on. Go ahead. My beef of the week. Listen, I got chewed out by the league last year because Cam had a superior team to everybody else. It was pretty obvious. Um, and then I traded him Julio Jones, who had like one touchdown all year. And by the way, this year has zero touchdowns. Blake is fully aware of that. Doesn't matter, 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 doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. 173 doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. On nine receptions. My point is Calvin Ridley has six touchdowns. Julio has zero. Uh, I would take Calvin Ridley right now. Anyway, point is, my point is, I gave Cam... Julio Jones and everybody was like, dude, you made his team even better. He was already invincible and you made him better. My beef is with Tyler Scheib and Dalton Storm, who both give Connor yeah. their potential keepers. I mean, it was Dalton's keeper. David Johnson, he gives to Connor. And then Scheib gives him freaking Saquon Barkley, who's an unproven rookie who has had a lot of promise in these early goings. He hasn't even let it play out. And he trades him away, makes his team worse, makes Connor's team look invincible. He looked down his lineup. He's got freaking... Uh, he's got... David Johnson, Saquon Barkley, Antonio Brown, not to mention on his bench is is Mark Ingram returning from suspension. Guys, what are you doing? You're just <laughs> bending over and letting him take the league by storm right now? I mean, he's only 2-2, two and two, but, I mean, Lord knows once he gets momentum. 
it's going to be all over. So I'm, re- I'm my beef of the week is with those guys for just handing over their keepers. I didn't know why I was upset with you just a second ago, Mitch. I just kind of turned on you, and I was going to apologize for being so brash. But then I remembered, you traded Julio Jones to Cam last year Terrible. for a bench player. Terrible. I don't care Awful. if he had no touchdown. He's Julio Jones. Well, Mitch doesn't practice what he preaches because what he just preached, he didn't practice last year. You what gave is? up on him. You gave up on Julio. My beef for the week is times two with Mitch right now. Yeah. The exposable Mitch Larson. Like very exposable. Extremely exposable. I don't know why I think... You guys think that because Dalton's not here that suddenly I have to be in that role where well, you're attacking me? Well, hey, I'm well. 4-0. Mr. 3-1. Who? hey, nobody mentioned 3-1. Yeah, because you're average. Yeah. You're trending down. Average, you're trending down, I got a great down, team. I got, a, great team. No, I got no, a bunch no, no, of young no, no. players. No. <laughs> I got a bunch of young players who got a lot of talent. No, And you know what? No one comes to me with trades either. And um, <laughs> there's a lot of guys out there in the 50s and 60s who could use some players... Not coming to me for whatever reason. That's fine. That's fine. Can I'll just keep my great team. But um, I, here's what I want to say for my, for my beef of the week. My beef of the week is with uh, Logan. And the reason it's with Logan is because today Logan gets in the group chat, okay? And he, and he comes up with this, this brilliant trade idea to trade Dalvin Cook and Travis Kelsey who are on his team, okay? And in my opinion, there is no deal that you can make for those two that doesn't end up poorly for Logan. I think everyone in our league is undervalu- undervaluing the um, importance of having a good tight end. It's killing Scheib. It's killing a lot of people in this league um, because we, they, everyone's gotten rid of their great tight ends. He's going to get rid of the guy who has possibly the greatest quarterback we've ever seen in NFL history, <laughs> Patrick Mahal of fame. He's got he's he's been throwing the ball. Who else is he gonna throw touchdowns to, man? Why would you get rid of Travis Kelsey? I hated that idea. I think if he if anyone makes a deal with him, and I know all of you guys out there were just salivating, you know, trying to get this deal from him. It just it, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. I, I I sense more collusion is what I sense because a deal like this is a lot like last year's Tyreek uh, Tyreek uh, Cohen deal. Tyreek Cohen. You know, I, I sense collusion from Logan. I think he's. What? I think he's going behind. I don't know if he's leaving the league or what he's going to do, but I just I don't have a good feeling about this for him to give up those two great players like that. Just doesn't make sense. I to don't me. know, man. That's a weak beef of the week, and he does not look happy over there. I see Logan in the corner. He hasn't looked over here yet. Yeah, he's in I the room. I think he's pretty upset with you about that. And I'm Logan. I'm not going to back him on that one. I would love to have Kelsey, so don't worry about it, man. Don't trade him. <laughs> don't. Don't. <laughs> All right. Go. All right. All right. Here he is. Hey, it's Logan, owner of Sporty's Drafts. I got a little, a little rebuttal here. Hopefully, this will make sense for your listeners out there, and maybe Blake, this will make sense to you. <laughs> I have Dalvin Cook on my team. He is one of the better running backs in the league. We all know that. We'll all agree to that. Okay, no, he no, has no, had hang on. Now, make a finish. list. Make a list of of the best running backs in the league. Oh come on. No, I mean, no, no, no. Hang easy. on. Todd, Todd Gurley. Okay, and then what? And then <clears throat> Melvin Gordon. And then. Um, let's see. We got Leonard Fournette. Who's okay, hurt. how long are we gonna have to wait till we get to Dalvin Cook? I'm saying he's one of the best. I'm not saying he is the best. So is he top ten? I'd say he, when he's healthy, he's top ten for sure, guaranteed. <laughs> okay, but I know okay. you're not gonna agree with that because you're down on the Vikings right now, who are probably gonna be a wild card or win the NFC North, which you're not gonna agree with. But they are a very good team. Anyways, getting wait, back wait, to the okay, beat of the well, week. Okay, this well, is no, let's not team. get sidetracked. Give me here. one bullet point as to why they're a good team. Um, this, no. Stephon Diggs. 
Okay, that's your bullet point. Continue. That's one. Coming from I'll the let, one and three you, Falcons I'll fan. Let you speak. To, Coming from the fan of the Falcons, who are one and three. Oh, you're such a loser, okay, Blake. The you bullet know, point. You know, I'm not really involved in this yeah. podcast. My beef of the week is with Blake because the whole league doesn't know if he's a Falcons fan or a Bears fan. We literally can't decide. The whole year, he's like, "Go Bears, go Falcons." Who do you like? That's the real question. Everyone knows I like the Falcons. Everyone knows I'm a Falcons fan. That's, that's undisputed. That's undisputed. Now, now here's here's my deal with the Bears. I love bringing up the Bears to you guys because it threatens the Vikings, and more importantly, the, it, I'm not threatened by the Bears. It threatens the Vikings. Nobody's and threatened more by the importantly, Bears, buddy. It threatens the Packers, two teams I hate more than anyone else in the league. And so I know we have a lot of Packers fans and a lot of Vikings fans in our league. So I like bringing them up to kind of stir the pot a little bit. Cool. All but, right, but, right. but continue. I agree Sorry. you're a Falcons fan. Okay, so this is the thing. You guys need to think fantasy. You need to think my team. Okay, I got Dalvin Cook. I want to trade him to get a running back that's going to be more secure because I value running backs more than tight ends. I thought he was the best for one Therefore, of the best running backs in the league. Exactly, and, and Travis wait, Kelsey wait, wait, is one of the I best thought, tight ends. Yeah. So, so Dalvin this Cook is, is one of the best running this, backs in the league, but you want to get rid of him. I have Melvin because Gordon. I can get a better RB2 if okay. I have Melvin Gordon. You're going to get a better RB2. So let me give you some trade examples that I thought were very good trades to consider okay. that are probably aren't going to happen, but I'm going to talk about it. Dalvin Cook, Travis Kelsey for Kareem Hunt, and George Kittle. That's what it was. Very good trade. That is going to value my team, make my team better, and it has a lot of upside for Mitch's team as well. Probably not going to happen. Hamby and I discussed a trade. It was Dalvin Cook. Travis Kelsey, Marvin Jones, I believe. No. 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 For, no, it was just those two for uh, Carlos Hyde and uh, Rudolph. Yes. Yeah. Which, you know, what I'm looking for right now, I'm a one and three team. That's I have some of the, the, I have the mediocre points scored. I have a very good team. I'm one and three. I have a lot of hope for my team still. But that gives me a lot more stability than what I have right now. So when you pair the two, I agree, trading Travis Kelsey, Bad idea, but when you Car- compare Carlos it, when Hyde, you the, the pair Browns, it with Dalvin Cook, no, 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 the the Browns, the Browns have three running backs. Okay. Right, Ooh, right. No. The Browns have three running backs. They have one that carries all of okay. the has the majority backs. of their carries. And Carlos Hyde. They have Car- they have Carlos Hyde. They have Duke. Jo- what's his name? Duke dude, Johnson. Hey, 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 dude, and they nobody have cares about kid. talking about the Browns. But Carlos Hyde is the, the kid, sixth uh, ranked from, running from, back. Uh, they have the other kid from Georgia. Chubb. Nick Chubb. Three rushes, 105 yards, two touchdowns. Okay. Fluke. Yeah, you guys, but I got him on my bench. Carlos Hyde is is fine. Sixth ranked running back. He's a bell a bell cow. He's a bell cow. Anyway, Logan. I, I hope. Let's do see you guys do, do, man. The trade. do what you do. Let's see. You, I want to see you guys do the trade. No, nah, I'm not trying to lose him. Okay. I, I like. I, I want to see it done. Uh, I want to see the trade. Uh, consider that beef grilled up and eaten, Mitch. It, no, no, there's still absolutely, beef there. There's absolutely. still beef there. I think it's good absolutely stuff. foolish. Good stuff. It's good absolutely stuff. foolish to get rid of Travis Kelsey. And Dalvin Cook is not one of the best running backs in the league. Agreed. Um, that's just the truth. So sure. no wonder. You can't even turn him into Carlos Hyde. And Carlos Hyde is not one of the best running backs in the league. He's playing like The it. fact that you can't turn Dalvin Cook into Carlos Hyde and Kyle Rudolph proves the fact that whatever deal he was going to get for those guys was going to be a bad deal because if you're going to give away those guys you're only going to lose um that's just my opinion that's beef of the week uh uh lastly today we need to talk about what we learned because there was a lot of information here we, mm. we covered a lot of very various topics and so we'll start with ryan ryan yeah. what did you learn from today i podcast? learned that zinc pr- uh promotes high testosterone and high t promotes good fantasy football I learned that uh, Kirk Cousins and myself have a lot in common, and 
I think that that is overwhelmingly a positive thing. <laughs> Here I, we go. No, no, no. I'm, I'll keep this short. I learned that um, <laughs> Dalvin Cook is the best player in the NFL. <laughs> Apparently, so that's good to know. I did not know that until this week. And also, Kirk Cousins is the best player in the NFL, and the Vikings are the best football team in the NFL, despite getting blown out by the worst team in the NFL, the Buffalo yeah, Bills, yeah, just yeah. two weeks ago, and also losing last week to the Rams, who they're not going to be able to beat in the playoffs. So their season's pretty much over, and maybe Mike Zimmer will get fired at the end of the year. <laughs> you know what, boys? Tensions rose. Hey, but tonight. the seventy-two mil was worth it, right? Tensions rose tonight. Or it was the eighty mil for Kirk. It was got worth hot it. in the kitchen, didn't it? But yeah. guess what? We have fun, don't we? We do. We do certainly have fun. And, uh, you know, if this is too much football for you guys who are listening, um, I get used to it because that's what we're going to start talking about more is football. It's, this is all about ball, not about <laughs> fun games and jokes. It's about football, right, Mitch? Yep, that's right. That's right. And nobody spits football facts quite like Blake Wolf does. He knows the game inside and out, fantasy and otherwise. Emmy Devine uh, and the like. I hope that you guys learned a lot tonight. I hope you did too. And, I'm and sure, I hope you had I, fun. I know you did. I know you did. We'll see you guys back here next week. Hopefully we'll have, hopefully we'll find Dalton mm, um, between now okay. and then. Wow. Yeah. That would be awesome. But uh, appreciate you guys listening. That you Yes, I did. So I packed it up and brought it back to the crib. Just a little something, show you how we live. Everybody want it, but it ain't that serious.